people. Hold on. Scratching on the mic. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I'm just hold back. I'm gonna hold back. Y'all ain't ready for it. <laughs> Coming to a, a, a theater soon. DJ yeah. such and such. <laughs> 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 oh man welcome back to another episode of cut different hashtag cut different first episode after thanksgiving i hope y'all had a good turkey day y'all ate something even if you don't celebrate it i hope you got a plate somewhere right enjoyed your family you know if you don't celebrate you enjoyed your family you barely got food because somebody took a bite right. somebody ate I ain't getting no Thanksgiving food this year. Yeah, you ain't get you ain't get to go to um take any home um, take any plates home or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me take a plate. You know what? Actually, I did. I've been saying, I've been come on. That's the that's the go get that's the to go plate. Before go I got me a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. So I I, I got me a little something something. Okay, a little something something. Not too yeah. not too tough. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little something. But welcome back to another episode of hashtag mm-hmm. Cut Different hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, available on all social media network networks. Let me get it together, y'all. Get it together. All social media networks. Mm-hmm. We talking about Facebook, mm. Twitter. Mm. I don't know if we on Twitter. Hold on. Yeah, we. Yeah, we, we on, on Twitter. Twitter? Uh, uh, Instagram. On the ground. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was that one? Tom, your Tom is on our top of our list. You remember Tom? Tom was everybody friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the only friend I had. That was it, Tom. I ain't had nobody. I just looked at stuff. Right. But uh, you can catch us on all streaming platforms as well. Apple, Spotify, uh, Pandora. We rotating on everything, y'all. Catch us. iHeart. So, what's going on with you? I got my boy in here. Hey, Tom, I'm back. You yeah. know, come on, man. I and probably then, did the worst intro ever. I ever done. I mean, goddamn. I mean, at this point, I mean, we. I'm, I'm here. I, I'm here. We're going to have to start doing AKAs. AKA. What's also that, uh, known as what, what, Bean Juice. Who got the most AKAs? I think it's probably Bit Boy from Outcast. No. Uh, if you ever listen to that Kevin Hart podcast with all his buddies, mm-hmm. they got the longest line of of AKAs ever. I gotta check that out, baby. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Long as long. I was like, I wanted to bite it at one point, but I was like, I ain't gonna bite it. Gonna bite it. <laughs> what kind of AKAs they would say? They're probably they probably wild. So I bet that job was wild. Sweet Dick Willie. <laughs> like, hey man, you know I'm always skeptical about dudes that talk about their penis. Yeah, not nah, right. Yeah, they ain't. They ain't yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try to, you know, I try to just just be 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 raw, and that's it. That's it. That, that's yeah, straight up. That's how you feel, raw. bro. That's what we do here, though. We we just keep it real. We go keep it real. That's the only way. Just two regular working dudes doing our thing, talking about man stuff. That's it, man. That's it. We just talking about. It. So let me ask you this. So hey, you heard the latest about with Dion, uh, Coach Prime, Dion Sanders. I heard a little something. Okay. A little something. I, I know they own them. I know they own them. What's, what's your take on it? So, maybe you should probably do a back, a little background right quick for the people that probably is not up to speed what's going yeah, on. Yeah, the ones under a rock. Okay, okay cool. And you never know. Some people might be on that rock. Yeah, yeah. You need to get from under that rock. So, the latest is what's going on is that Dion, of course, everybody know Dion Sanders, you know, Pro Bowl, Hall of Famer, you know, played multiple sports from Oh, he played sports. I thought he was a rapper. 
That's what I know him from. We're going to go ahead and kill this show right now. <laughs> we enjoy. Please comment, subscribe. <laughs> so, yeah, the hammer pants. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it must be the money. Yeah. It must be the money. It had to be. It had to be the money. That's the only and way that's what, that music and, and, got made. And, and it's funny that we be saying that because that's what a lot of people are saying right now. It had to be the money. Yeah. So, long story short, Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, um, went to uh, Jackson State, head coach. He was there, I think, for about, I'm second two or three seasons. Yeah, they got a good band. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since he's been there, I haven't heard anything about their band. Because you know why? Because their team are winning. Hmm. When you hear about the band, because they're usually the... <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about that. So, anyway, long story short, <laughs> Deion Sanders created a great resume. You know what I'm saying? With them this year, they went undefeated, won the championship, everything. Last year, he's had a winning season with them. I think the total amount of losses he's had is like, it's very little. Long story short, what's going to happen now is that he took a job. Mm-hmm. And he's the head coach now of of uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay, the University of Colorado. And so a lot of people are saying that, oh, no, nah, you said that you, you know, because was saying when he came, you know, God sent me here. I have a purpose to fulfill and blah, 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 blah. And now people are questioning his, questioning him um, because of the fact that he decided to take his talent elsewhere, you know. And a lot of people feel like there's mixed reviews and mixed feelings about it. Some people are cool with it, support it. Take Some, your talents where? It's, it's a Colorado, University of Colorado. Oh, PWI. <laughs> hmm. So a lot of people just have mixed feelings about it. Hmm. A lot of people feel like that he wasn't loyal. How you feel? How I feel, I'm actually, I'm all for it. And here's the reason why I'm all for it. Because prior to him coming, we didn't hear nothing about Jackson State football team since when? I don't know about that. Okay. And, and if I'm not mistaken, this is probably the most publicity they've had in this modern time. Period. Dion had them boys in the HBCU, and, and, but not even that. I ain't never seen no HBCUs getting played regularly or having their highlights shown on ESPN Mm-mm. every week. Mm-hmm. That, now it's the only HBCU, the school that ESPN is showing their highlights for every week, but it's starting somewhere. I'm with you. I mean, I don't even like football. He always in my feed. Yeah, man, somewhere. He, he's somewhere. And guess what's gonna happen now? And so now people are saying that, oh, you know, he's this and that. But I feel like he did what he what he's supposed to do. He gave the blueprint as far as what you can do if you're in a position of power where you have the power of influence, you know people and what it brings. And a lot of people know a lot of people are saying that, but they don't even talk about the things he did. Don't you know out his own pocket he helped build and finish and help build that some of the um the some of the uh the, I think it was a football facility. I forgot what what facility. But with some football, he spent like over $300,000 of his own money. He got it back. But the problem is, I'm um, playing devil's advocate. Like, if you come out preaching, don't go to the PWIs, get your own schools a chance and stuff like that. And the majority of people, you got to understand, they came there because he was there. Now that he's not there, are they still going to come? He, now, he did say, now, it's interesting. So, he did an interview because he already went and visited the school already. And he talked to the players. And it was a raw talk. You know how you, you know, with us, we, you know, we used to get those, those reality check talks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
especially growing up in those households, in the black household, you're going to get the raw. He was giving them kids the raw. He told them straight up, he said, because, you know, they had a terrible season. The, the team that he's taking over, they only won one game. They've been having a losing record for years. So they've been a, they haven't been a good team for years, let me say that. And so he's going to change the culture. And so he told them kids straight up, y'all might well go ahead and jump in the, trans, trans, uh, the transfer portal because there's going to be some changes that's going to be made. He already said his son is a quarterback. He told his son, his son he already said, my son is going to be the quarterback, and I got two other quarterbacks that's coming, and they and they hungry, and they want it. He said he is bringing some. He, this is what he said, I'm bringing luggage with me, and it's Louie. To mean that he's bringing his players, he's bringing some players with him. So what happens to the school after he's gone? But see, here's the thing about that. That's something that that that's something which he can't be the only person doing that. He's been there for three years. Eddie he, George is at a HBCU. Too. Yeah, TSU. Yeah. But he ain't doing he ain't, no disrespect to Eddie George, and I like Eddie George, but he ain't had the accomplishments the accomplishments that Dion has had. Dion got star power. And Eddie George do too, but Dion got more than he, he do. Dion. He ain't Dion. But what Dion did though was, and I want to make this point right quick was, you, it's, I'm glad that you said that he used star power, right? He uses connections. Dion's not the only player, especially a black player, who has the power and influence that has connections. He got a relationship with American Airlines. Guess what his team was doing when they had to go through, go long distance? He he got hooked up with American Airlines. His team didn't have no suits. He knows Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan makes suits. Guess what Michael Strahan did? He hooked them up with suits. Under Armour. He knows the the uh, one of the founders of Under Armour has a close relationship. Guess what happened? The dude from Under Armour hooked them up with all kinds of different jerseys. They had more jerseys. They had just as many jerseys as Oregon University, which they have, which is, you know, Oregon is in where Nike is at. And they have all this stuff. So all I'm saying is that Dion, while he was there, he utilized his power, his own money, regardless if he got it back or not, he did. There's a lot of people that, regardless they can get it back or not, they still ain't going to spend it. Right. And so, for me, you know, it's the moment. It's almost like, you know, I can, you can, you'll love me, you'll love me, you'll love me till I tell you no. Mm-hmm. And you'll forget about everything I've done with you, but you remember that no. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what people are doing. Yeah. Is that, in spite of all the things that this man has done for those children, for he's done for the, the the football team, even the culture of the school. He's changed the narrative of the school. Yeah. And, and his job to it ain't his job. Like it's people that's there. What about the deans? What about the alumni that's there? If this man came in this into this program for three years and already donated his money, what about the alumni that's been there? Why you ain't donating your money? Hmm. You can't ask somebody to do something that you ain't willing to do yourself, or you have a contributor that. To that, to that magnitude. So that's I, what I always say to people when they, um, with the give back stuff. Like you can't give nobody like, uh, like that um, survivor's remorse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't give nobody that. Like I got to do something, but y'all not doing nothing. You know, if if he came and he did what he was supposed to do, he's free to do what he wants to do. Thank you. Thank you. In my opinion. Thank you. And that's my opinion, too. I can see if he came into that program and they lost every game or they had a losing season in his three years left and he abandoned them. At that point, I would be like, well, dude, you didn't finish what you said you were going to do. You didn't accomplish it. You just came, you showed your face, and you left. That might have been his contract. He probably signed a three-year deal, but 
you know, it was in purpose of you got to get a ring, and then you release. Well, he got the well, if that was the case. He got the damn ring. Yeah, he got them little championship. He got them notoriety. He got NFL scouts to come out there doing pro days to come to Jackson State to evaluate his players. Mm-hmm. He's gotten different uh, NFL stars and people to come out there and talk to them. They're getting so much exposure. And then on top of that, it's Deion Sanders, man. He's going to give you the publicity and everything. But just as much as that light shine on you, it's going to highlight the things you do good. But it's also going to highlight the things you do bad. And you got to be willing to take that. And the one thing I love about Dion is the accountability. He holds them boys accountable. And we talk about this all the time on our show, about us holding, especially our young men, black men, need to be held what? Accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, to me, I don't see what the problem is if he done everything he said he going to do and then, you know, it's the difference between I think they were paying about three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. And he's gonna go make uh how much? Five billion. And then they say with if cities he can make up to seven billion. A year? Yeah. So you do the math. You damn tell this man he ain't getting back on this roller coaster like, you know, when life over is over. When he can't no more, he can't. Well was it be honest with so you? So why not get paid? For your time. What's be deeper than that? Three hundred thousand a year is a pay cut for him. That's an extreme pay cut. Yeah, he could have done that. Okay, let's talk. We're, we're, like, people ain't thinking about that. He took a three hundred thousand dollar contract. He can get a million for talking. He was getting paid that on the NFL Network. Yeah. So my thing is, this man took a pay cut, paid stuff out of his own money. Them boys didn't have nowhere to stay in them hotels when all that stuff was going on down in that flood and stuff. He said, my boys ain't going to be out there like that. I'm going to take care of my boys. He took care of them boys. When you watch the videos, no matter what the people are saying, what matters to me is the players. The people are there firsthand. Mm-hmm. We look on the outside. These people are, are hands-on, these players, and they're showing videos after he gave his speech, his exit speech, and them boys was like thanking him, man. It was a video about 15, 20 minutes long, and it's nothing but players on there and the staff Thanking him for his presence and what he's brought to the school and the culture. Yeah. Yeah. He did his job. He did his damn job. He did his job. I, I just wish that, you know, the media wasn't the way isn't the way it is right now. Because to me I didn't hear enough about the players. Not showing it. Yeah. The only reason why the only footage that you're gonna see that from is from his son. His son got his own media thing I think it's called Well Off and he gets on YouTube and he got videos of and his video uh, his, his son does all the media and his son is shown behind the scenes of the practices and the interactions and even just the, even like I mentioned just prior of uh, the uh, 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 you know his exit um, comp meeting that he had with his players and his players were like a very appreciative mm-hmm. like a man of his caliber to come down to a small town the Wizards, to be honest, they ain't getting no uh, a lot of visitors coming through Jackson, Mississippi. Nah. I've been to Jackson, Mississippi, and I ain't trying to be deep and funny, no shed intended. It ain't for me. Yeah. It's just, it ain't a lot that's going on there. Yeah. And for a person to be willing to come there and be willing, like, let me make an impact, let me show you the blueprint, and was able to execute it and be able to leave a footprint, because he's going to go down as a legend. No matter what they want to say in the haters, you name how many coaches that's went to that's coached at an HBCU. They first couple of years and was able to go undefeated and win a, and win a, and win a swag. 
I don't know anything about football, so you asking me. No, I'm so I'm telling you, name many. <laughs> it's some. It's a lot of them black coaches that still been coaching for longer than he have, and they ain't went to damn near ain't even went to the playoffs, let alone had a championship game. Hmm. So how is it that y'all gonna talk junk about him? He's already accomplished more than what y'all done in y'all ten years or however long, and he only been there for three years. Sound like we need to speak to the black to to to, to us. It is really to us. Is. This so, is his towards us. So with us, mm-hmm. we don't we don't understand what what the sacrifice was that he made. Absolutely, and 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 what he highlighted for a- us absolutely and and what he was doing was if i can come down here and do this maybe y'all can't do exactly what i did but it can be a little bit more attention we, we can be a, lo- a lot more attentive yep to our program to our school absolutely to our boys more. like yeah, everybody got a got a george bulldog jersey on i don't see no morehouse howard you know what I mean? Remember back in the early nineties, that's all you seen. You know, us wearing was HBC shirts. Even if you didn't want to go to college, but you knew what you but had. You you had the gear on absolutely because we were supporting us absolutely. So if he did that, and he wasn't even part of that culture, mm. that that HBCU culture, mm. if he wasn't part of that, and he came in and put all this light on it, there's still momentum for us to build up. Off of that, like next year, don't nobody need to have their heads down cause, and be mad and be talking trash about Dion in the press. Like, mm-hmm. look at how they look now. That his responsibility. No, that it's, his it's responsibility. our responsibility. responsibility. Say that one more time. It's our responsibility in our community. Yes, it's sir. Our responsibility in our household. Yes, sir. It's our responsibility in our relationships. We have to make us look better. Not just one person. We always looking for one beacon of hope mm-hmm. to do all the work that we won't do. And we more somebody got to kick somebody got to kick us in our behind every now and then to make us start appreciating us. Why does it have to be one person showing us to appreciate us? He did it. He's showing you he appreciate us. What you gonna do? You gonna write on Facebook, Twitter? You gonna you gonna go on all the social media and tell us how how wrong he was, Lee? When the last time you went to one of them games? Have you ever been to one? When the last time you went to Battle of the Bands? Mm. Have you ever been to a Battle of the Bands? I have. When the last time you had a T-shirt from a school that you bought from the school that actually goes into the proceeds for the school? Have you ever been to an HBCU and went and yeah. walked on the campus and visit? Do you even encourage your kids to take a chance on the HBCU? Mm. Most parents tell their kids, nah, that look bad on your resume. No, it don't. It's, it's school. It's school. It's school. Them corporate people see degree. Say it again. That's what they see is an accreditation to that school that solidifies this degree. They want to see a degree. It's all about you and your individuality. Yeah. Yeah, some schools might have more of a reputation for certain degrees, but at the end of the day, if you got the degree, you have a chance to get yourself in that damn door. We, all, we, we always knocking our culture. And trying to convert, mm. like if you name your ch- your child Aquatina because because your grandma <laughs> was named Aquatina, hey, let your child be named Aquatina. Let her wear that name proud. Can we call it AT? Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but the point is, when they see that resume, you got some corporations that's gonna have somebody there that's gonna look at it wrong. And, and be, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. But you gonna also have some. 
that don't don't even pay attention to that part. I don't think they're just feeding into the negativity. I told you. Yeah, and most of the time when us get passed over for stuff, it's one of us that say, well, we we shouldn't hire no Aquatina. No white folks probably see that name as some exotic name. They ain't even thinking about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But one of us going to be in the office and be like, Nah, you don't want that one. Um, what you mean? Why you don't want I me? Mean, look at her name. She's qualified. Mm -hmm. He's qualified. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? That's a different element. You probably don't want it in the building. That's one of us talking. You know, Dion making the decision for his future is good for him, but he's still it's still going to be black players there. It's still going to be something that he can do for those kids over there too. If you want to, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, he can bring the same heat for those kids on that team. 75% of most uh, most uh, sports team and college teams, they black anyway. It don't matter what school you go to. Most of them going to be black. And most of them still ain't getting the exposure that they need. He's still working for the greater good of us. Let's go deeper than that. A lot of them probably ain't even getting the discipline they can't they, they should get too because a lot of them coaches are probably like, you're good at football. I'm not going to really hold you accountable for your academics because you're going to be good. You're going to make it. But Dion's attitude is like, I don't care if you're, uh, if you're a good athlete or not. You better make sure them grades add up. Then they correlate with your play on that field. Well, you ain't getting no my field. You ain't getting no damn play time. You ain't getting none of that. Yeah. And rightfully so. But, you know, for us – you know, I, I feel you on the football side, but I'm I'm sick of us going at us. I'm with you. Like that like that 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 to me just turns my stomach. Like why if he did it, we can still like you got enough corporate dudes, like it's it's a black dude working at Under Armour. It's some black dudes working at Nike. That's high up probably. <clears throat> high up. They can do the same that Dion didn't have to come talk to them if they cared. If you care enough and you think that was a bad decision and you don't want the school to go down, and in fact, you want all the HBCUs to get the same like It's some black people working at um, ESPN. Mm -hmm. It's some working at CBS. Mm -hmm. It's some working at Fox Sports. Talk too. to me. Talk to me. Well, Give them some light. Give them some light. Dion just asked you for a favor. Now, I don't put it in your ear. Check out these games. Not just this game. Not just this school. What about Howard? What about Grambling? What about Fam U? What about Fam? And you alumni, and most of them alumni cats don't even do nothing. They don't do nothing. They just show up for the game. They show up for the game and just for the clout, and they ain't putting nothing into it. Yeah, I seen the reports that seventy-five uh, percent of the uh, HBCU alumni don't give back. Don't give back. But guess what, though, Colorado. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you something. Dion's in a situation. Well, they, it ain't even a situation because they're gonna find a way to make it happen. Now, funny, I'm glad you brought that up. Colorado, right now, the, the athletic director said, as of right now, we don't have the budget to be able to pay Dion his salary. They did say that, but guess what? They want to have it, and guess where they're gonna get that money from? The boosters. Mm -hmm. You think them boosters ain't gonna pay for Dion being there? Your all of my, the one thing I would say about them power, money. one thing about them power, them power, them power, um, power five teams, them alumni, they're going to pay. Yeah. And they feel like it's worth it, and you're going to bring some publicity, and you're going to bring some notoriety to that school, they all of my, the all of my, Yeah, they kids. They're going to pay. Yeah. They're going to pay it. They got ties to that school. Absolutely. They make sure, like, if you went to Howard, 
or you went to Morehouse, you tell your son, uh, you know, you know, because of some of the experiences, which means your choices were were not what what you were taught. But you went out there in the world by yourself, and because you got this Morehouse degree, you think the reason that a lot of tables didn't turn your way, you think you blame the school. So you came from HBCU telling your kids don't do it. I hear that a lot. You hear a lot of them. You know, well, you know why they say that? And I'm not saying this right. Oh, because you know you go there, don't have the uh, the uh, uh, the equipment, the funding um, to be able to you know maximize your full potential compared to these power five schools because they have the budget, they have the equipment, the facility, whatever. But at the end of the day, it all goes back down to me individuality. Yeah, because we don't pack out the stadium. We there for homecoming. Mm-hmm. That's when we there. What about the games before that? Mm-hmm. What about the games after that? Where you at? Where you at? Mm-hmm. You know, all y'all ain't coming back. No, you want to go if it's free for you. Or if it's convenient. Yeah. You want to go for the party. You ain't going for the culture. You ain't going to support it. You going for, for uh, you, you, you in the stands over there acting like you 20. Talking junk. Yeah. But you ain't really supporting your school like that. You ain't going back, going to the bookstore, buying shirts. You ain't adopted one of the uh, upper class or the, uh, or the lower classmen, a freshman, talk to them, get them in. The schools be making calls to y'all to come back through here. But you ain't coming. You mm-hmm. ain't coming. You know what I heard most of my life growing up, man? What's that, bro? College ain't for everybody. That's why it was so easy for me to bypass college when I came out of high school. Because the narrative in, in, in my community... Mm-hmm. And, and my environment was for what? For what? You just gonna go to college and spend all that money and then get out of here and get a job? Yeah, yeah. Because you got to work a better what? job be- than if I don't go. Right. Versus me. No. And no disrespect intended for anybody who has this job and that's all you can afford. But if I know that if I can go to school and avoid having to flip burgers and get paid the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and I put in the work for four years. Or even five years, and they changed my income double or triple. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know what that's called that's called that's called investing into yourself. Yeah, isn't that a form of investment? But we we got this. Yes, it is. That's that's exactly what college is. And no matter what you saying or what you thinking about college and the system and and how things are in this country, no matter who you are. There's always some exceptions to the rule for mm-hmm. somebody out there thinking. Mm-hmm. But a majority of the jobs, the good paying job, the high end jobs, they require degrees. Degrees are a damn skill of what you got to get a trade and you still got to go to school for it. Why you wait until you 30 and you got kids, a husband, a wife, and then you want to take some online classes when you can go to school when you're fresh out of high school? What's nothing wrong you with that? You ain't got no responsibilities. Right. right. It is something wrong with that if we paint that narrative that if our you paint kids the should narrative, take yeah, if you that paint same it, yeah. route. Yeah, and you find out you later. You can always go get this. No, get it now. Get it now because tomorrow's not promised. That's for one. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> why have a harder than you need to have a heart? You right. know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, you can go drive trucks. Most truck drivers ain't home. Truck drivers and dentists get cheated on more than anybody. Truck drivers, dentists, doctors, they, they all get cheated on more than anybody. You're never home. You're never home. Yeah, you're making $150,000, but once you count fuel and, 
and all of that, you making, you know, sixty grand a but, year. But even if you're making a hundred grand, is the hundred grand worth you losing your family? You ain't there to see your kids grow. Bro. You in that truck all, all day, day every all day. All your time, your time, majority of your time is making someone else rich. Yeah, and when I was growing up, the the the, the black men that made good money. Most of them, what, still what they are today? Truck drivers. Truck drivers. Look at all the jobs that, that good, uh, good, good ways earning black men, uh, have. You in construction. Factory That's jobs. more than eight hours. Factory jobs, working the mills. That's more than eight hours. But, but mm-hmm. most of them ain't good paying jobs. They not, but they, but, yeah. but good paying jobs, uh, military, you gone. You gone. Truck driving, you gone. You know what I mean? Construction. You gone. Hey man, we, we you can go get this darn degree. Take four years of your life, maybe six, and maybe even eight if you want to go a step above. But at the same time, you got opportunities happening along the way mm-hmm. that put you in a better position. That's interns. If you intern after you do your four years, and when you done with that four years, you got a job. Now you can still go to school online and get them other two years. Absolutely. And now you got certifications you can get. And now you're making more money. Mm-hmm. Now you're making like now you making what truck drivers making. You ain't paying fuel. You ain't paying maintenance. You're working less hours. You making 150 grand and you ain't got to pay to make that 150 grand. And not even that, but you ain't got to spend freaking 14 to 16 hours making that 100 grand. You can do that in eight hours or less. And you or may, less. Or less. And you may work three, you may still work six or seven days a week. You may work four damn days out the week. Yeah. If you, if you add up the hours, you most, up of, the hours? most corporate people that I know do not work hard. They don't work hard. They get mad after they working four hours. They get pissed off at them. Like you said, you making me work more than eight hours? Yeah. You making me work a full eight? Yeah. Like, what you going to do for me if I do this? If I'm working more than eight hours a day, I'm trying to get to another level. Mm-hmm. If I'm comfortable with this $150,000 a year, I know that I can do four to six, four to eight hours a day, and that's my check. And that's it. No, I ain't giving you no more than that. Because at that point, when you get to a certain point where you're making that money, you know your time is worth more. My time is going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Because your money, because you, your skill set, what your you and this your skill set and the things that you have under your belt proves that. Yeah. So that means if you want me, I got degrees and the resume to prove that you have to pay me for my time. Right. But see, but our community tell us it's okay to have low wage jobs, bypass college, because honestly, with me bypassing college, my life been hard. I had to work for every inch. Every step, every dollar, every dime, way more than I had to to make what I was making. And that's the truth of it. Mm-hmm. Then you add in life things, life decisions, poor life decisions, marriage, child support. Not even that, you know what I mean? Things that happen along the way. Not just that, bro, but even just having the time off. You know, a lot but, of these jobs, a lot, <clears> of, a lot of these jobs, like you work in these Jobs, you don't even have time off. They don't give you paid for time off to be away from the job. But you know, some do. Some do. Some do, but it's very low. Some do. What's, I mean, like, I'm not trying if to be funny. You were a reputable country, uh, company, but what I, you know, the direction I was going in, you know, when you got low low wage earning a job, because people that got high earning jobs still go through life decisions too. Of but course. when you factor in the life 
life decisions, the bad life decisions, even some of the good, and you add that into I'm only making $12 an hour, $10 an hour, and <clears throat> now I got a divorce. I got I got kids. I got car notes. And I got all this overhead, alimony. You know, you got all kinds of stuff going on mm-hmm. when, you know, I want to blow up the darn courthouse because I'm only making $12 an hour. You want to take half of that for child support and alimony, and I ain't making enough as is. And that job that you may be working at 12 may be the best job you can get at the time. Best job you can get. And I'm struggling. Because of the pandemic, now the low-wage jobs are $15 an hour. But where the hell are you going to stay with $15 an hour these days? Man, I just looked at something, man, right now. They said that the inflation was so bad in the housing market that a lot of people really ain't going to really make no money off the house because it's already inflated. Yeah. So a lot of people are already in a situation where now you, you pretty much is a bad investment. Yeah. And I told people this, too, and I don't knock anybody who went and bought a house at this time, but you got to pay attention. No, it's a lock-in. See, what you can do with the housing market right now, you can lock it in, and then, you know, in six months, you can, you can you only refi, and, you know, the refi, um, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The refi, uh, what, APR? APR. APR. You know, that drops. That drop, you can drop it, yeah. Yeah, you can drop that from six to four. four Or whatever the the good price they're going to give you, because they're refinance companies, they looking that because they know they're going to add a couple years on your mortgage and yeah I'm going to drop you a couple dollars but I know I got you for another few years and I'm going to make whatever I gave you I'm going to get that back and something. In, in, in time if you don't pay that bitch yeah. off. Yeah. I got a house if you die. And I can sell that house. And you get, and start that process over again with someone else. Yeah. But the thing is is that you know because houses don't really lose value. You know what I mean? Especially a house that ain't ain't, ain't abandoned and ran through. Or in a good value. <clears throat> and depending on the neighborhood, the it value. it won't even leave, lose value anyway. It won't. You can go gut that thing out. If that's a hundred, if that's a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house, gut it out. Oh, uh, it's like wait, well, ain't got no fridge, ain't got no counters in there. They don't took all the doors. Uh, we'll uh, three fifty. We'll do three forty. Three forty or three thirty five. Yeah, three thirty five. You can go on to get it. Yeah. And you know, you catch me on a good day, I might give you three hundred. That still ain't a lot of money off that house. And once you add in the financing, you're you you gonna be there for a minute anyway. Calls, paying all that crap off and it's still three fifty. Is they still getting that extra fifty they took off for you? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not giving to you. So you add in all of that stuff, it's like when I when I listen to our people talk, when you in barbershops, you in salons, when you're talking to your kids, college ain't for everybody. Who the hell it ain't for in this country? You name one person that yo, okay, you want to go be a truck driver, you want to go to the military, you ain't gonna be home. You ain't gonna be estab- be able to establish that normalized life that you really want. The what, what you gonna want when you turn thirty? You gonna want a wife, kids. You don't want to take vacations. You know what I mean? You ain't going to have time for none of that. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to have time for none of that if you get into one of these these jobs that require, yeah, you your own boss. You know, you cut some hair. Mm-hmm. You drive a truck. You in the military seeing the world. By the time you come back to reality, life messed up. It ain't the way you want it. So taking them four years after college, after high school, 
to go get you a damn degree mm-hmm. so that you don't have to suffer. You know what I mean? Suffer that 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 without. Right. And you know what I mean? It ain't going to hurt you. It ain't going to hurt you. And I think that a lot of people, you know, may be, the, you know, I'm going to be devil's advocate on this. Well, just because you get a degree doesn't mean you're going to get a job. But that doesn't mean anything either. At the end of the day, it's it still an investment. You ain't going to get no $20,000 a year. Your job, and not even that, but my thing is it's still an investment. Just because you have to make an investment doesn't mean the investment going to work in your favor. But it's a smart investment. You got to get off your behind. You got to get off your behind. You got to work at it. You got to go get it. Because you get the degree, okay, okay. That's because you got the degree doesn't mean it's gonna be given to you. You got to go out there and, and, and take that shit. Yeah, you gotta take it. You yeah, got. You I tell people for the interviews I, and put out. Hell yeah, you know resume. I. You know I tell people all the time if it's something that you want and it's things you gotta do for and within that day to accomplish it, you need to attack the day. I call it attack the day. Attack it. Mm-hmm. If there's things that you gotta do, you don't sit there and wait for it to come to you. You go to it. You go to it. But on the subject of, of college and no college, dude. If you ain't got no degree, if if you got a degree and you mopping flows and you making twenty five thousand dollars a year, that's on you. Say that again. Somebody in some industry, even if you have to go into management at McDonald's, you can walk in the door at McDonald's and make forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. Shit. Racetrack. Quit trip. They quit trip. They paying. You got a degree. Yeah. They gonna even if you had to go to one of those companies. And McDonald's and Quick Trip and Red Track, they still Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 500 companies. You still going to make more than what I would make without a degree. It's some people who's assistant managers at those facilities, they ain't even got a damn degree, and they still making it. You got to go to that, that college. So. You got to go to that thing, but there's still that program yeah. that will put you through it, though. They can put you yeah. through it. And they feel like you're a candidate. This one, any job, I tell people all the time. Any job, they're going to train you to do, to do the job the way they want you to do it. But that's the way of old, though. If you pay attention to the climate now, they asking for degrees. They ask for degrees. They're looking but for somebody that know how, that they don't have to spend as much money training. If they don't have to, but they still, you're going to still have to go through the training regardless. Yeah. They might not have to teach you everything as far as step one, two, or three. They might just go, we can skip step, step one, oh, two, or three. Gonna, if you got a degree already, you're going to be in that nine now. Like, yeah, I already know all that. I know how to do graphs. I know how to do payroll. They taught me that in my degree. You know what I mean? You already know all of that stuff. I know how to do a pivot table, all this other stuff, Excel, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, you blah, ain't got to be in there like I would. Like, huh? <laughs> what? I wish well, I could see his face. <laughs> Excel. Well, uh, <laughs> what's that? Yeah. What, what, what's all that, Cuz? What's Cody? What's yeah, all that? Yeah. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta worry about it because you're already familiar with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I when I hear parents tell their children that, and I hear a whole lot of if if somebody white telling their kids that, or somebody Asian telling their kids that, you know why? Because they they already got a business. Or, or a situation that at a corporation where they know they can bring you in and you can make the kind of money they want you to be making. All time. When black people say that, what's the what, what's the backup plan? Oh, you can go work here. Oh, you can go to the military. You can go to a trade school, which ain't nothing wrong. Trade trade school ain't nothing but college too. But you 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 giving me all these other out take 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 trade school out. You giving me no way to make the kind of money I'm gonna need to sustain the lifestyle that you're gonna be proud of and that I'm gonna be happy with. Some type of fulfillment, self fulfillment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So stop telling your kids that shit. We, even if you decided not to do it and you doing all right, I'm and you could be doing all right, 
I don't want you to have to work as hard as I did to get here. It doesn't. It does a better avenue. When you can just spend four years of your life, and you can get here, you come out. Make then they're making what I'm making now, and it's gonna only get better as you the longer you're in it, and you and you and you get more under your belt. I tell I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, you know, I tell them that I promote it. School is important. Your education is important. Yeah. Because one thing that the world will take advantage of is a dollar. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can tell a dummy, hey, take these ten dollars now, and they'll take it. Yeah. But when well, you, this ain't enough to pay my rent. Well, go get another job. Now you, now you what? You ain't at home either. And you hunching, you hunching, you you trying to have fun with life. You trying to enjoy life still. That means that kids gonna come, bills gonna come, you know, extra expenses gonna come, uh, a wife gonna come eventually, and and what? What's gonna happen? Now I'm working these two jobs and I'm trying to be present with my children with my family and it's hard for me because when I am home I'm asleep I can't help you with your homework baby I'm tired yeah I'm tired that's the excuse those are the excuses I use with my children I can't do that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah I'm present but am I you just a face yeah You're just an entity I'm, I'm a body in the darn household you know I'm coming home and then my title is father. That's it. That's the title. Am I actually doing what what fathers do though? The work. Like stop telling your kids if you had a life like mine, you know the importance of telling your kids the opposite of that. Absolutely. I want you to go to school. Absolutely. I don't need you working hard like me. I don't need you missing the things that I miss mm-hmm. with your family. You ain't got to. No. That's what I tell them. You don't have to. You don't have to take that path. I tell a lot of these young cats, do not take the path. You don't have to take no. this path that you're going down. No. You're smarter than that. You're way better than that. Yeah. Why sell yourself short? Because you got to work hard to get it. And that's yeah. another thing. It leads back into what we were saying about if we got people more on the page of that, it'll be more people in support of what Dion did. And that Absolutely. means that when he leaves... That's fine. We got a bunch of corporate 500 people, uh, Fortune 500 company um, uh, black folk that's down here supporting the school, too. We got them at ESPN. We got them in the NBA. We got them in the NFL. We got them at all the uh, uh, the apparel companies. Mm -hmm. So we can get some exposure when he leaves. Okay, he gone. But the people that he contacted, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. Now I mean that I just hope that a lot of these these NFL players, man, these star players, man, who have so much star power, that they use that to take care of their people, man, versus taking care of themselves. And when I say take care of your people, don't have to preservation is the first rule. I feel you on that, but at the end of the day, my whole thing is, what's the point of having all that clout? You don't use it. You using it for yourself. But if you come from a community that believes in the community, you're going to use it to help but others. Every, but that's the problem. We talk about this on the show all the time. All the other races and all the other groups of ethnicities believe in that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, being, I'm being serious for a second. I wish you. Like, even with the alumni, they're circling that money back into their community. Mm-hmm. 
but the problem with us is we don't. When, when one of us get it, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when one of us get it, and one of us go do it, you know how much weight it is to carry a school on your shoulder. It's a lot. And then I'm doing it. Did you see anybody else come help Dion? Nope. Dion did that by himself. He by himself, and the people that he brought along was people who he he got connections with. That was his team. That was his team. And guess what he done? And guess what he done? He got some people that's probably still in Jackson State. That he's it's probably hey, I'm showing you the blueprint. Probably they can reach out to him. They need him for mentorship, advice, and stuff like that. Take over to take over to take over. But also, you know what he's doing? He's bringing his people, his crew that probably didn't have no opportunity prior to Jackson State. And now you went from going from HBCU. Now you're going to a Power Five school. All because who? Dion. He's bringing you along with him. Yeah. See the coaching staff because see the kids and, and, I'm, and this I know this is kind of going off topic but it's on topic. See Dion is doing something too where he's bringing people along with him. Yeah, because Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, they all did it. Because the one thing the, the one of the kids asked during his interview with his team when he first met the team in Colorado, they said, "Are we going to have the same coaching staff that we had last year?" He said, "Probably not. I'm getting rid of all of them. And I'm gonna bring in my crew." Yeah. What do you think? But and going back to the point of what what he did, he had to do that by himself. You got Puffy, if you take Howard, Puff Daddy wouldn't be Puff Daddy to us. We would not know who this dude is if, if Howard didn't give him the opportunity to host his concerts there. Mm-hmm. That's his foundation. How many times you seen Puffy with a Howard shirt on? How many times you seen Puffy advocating for Howard? No. You know what I mean? You hear DJ Envy every morning talking about Hampton. How often do you hear them advocating? We rep all day. We can rep. Where you went? That's your school? What you doing for the school? But then you got to also think, it got to be time for them too if they tried. They the only ones. Mm -hmm. If you see Puff Daddy coming here advocating for Howard, and you also alumni are part of his class. Where the hell are you? Why don't you go with him? Go with him. If all of y'all at the same time for a whole week <clears throat> posted, promoted this school, it was all over the place. And these kids, especially during the time when these 12th, 11th, and 12th graders started looking for schools to go to, if y'all all did that, uh, um, like Stephen A. Smith, Smith do. That's somebody that don't nobody talk about. You got to figure out how heavy it is for him HBCU week, and he's the only one. Only one. I don't hear any other celebrities talking about it. He's begging celebrities to come be a part of it. Nobody does. Nobody comes to talk about it. But they're Most of our successful black people, they don't talk about that kind of stuff. But they're joined that. But they're joined that CEO on that damn yacht, <clears throat> going around the Mediterranean. Yeah, we'll sit and watch YouTube videos of that all day. We ain't thinking about what it took to get there. The journey. What did they, What did you do to get in your position? Mm. We'll go listen to Jay Z and how Jay Z got it. Jay Z said, "Well, dope." Oh, that's easier for you to throw your life away. Everybody ain't gonna be Jay Z. Most people that go out there in the streets do not end up like Jay Z. Mm-hmm. But most people that go to uh, go to college and get degrees do end up like Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Do end up like Puffy. 
do end up like Stephen A. Smith. Do end up like Oprah. You got to look at the percentages, people. You got to look at what, 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 what are we teaching each other? What are we saying? We saying let's go out there and be King Von? Because those are always the results. We know them results all too well. But we also have to look at the fact that the people that go do things the right way, most of the times if you're doing things the right way, you're aligning with God and you're aligning with, the, with, with what you know it takes mm-hmm. to get the way you're going, the way you want to go. These are the results. Yeah, yeah. Choose. Choose wisely. And, and, and those people that you know that you name, you know, they, they don't inspire you. There's other people that can inspire you to do it. But the point is. Talk to your pediatrician when you take your daughters and your, and your kids up there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got a black doctor. You got a which What school you went to? How'd you make? Oh, you from the islands and you still came here and did this? Because the blueprint is already there. Don't nobody need to write another damn book <laughs> about what we should do to be successful. You already know. It's a matter of you going to do it or not. You yeah. got the dog in you to do it. Conspiracies you, are for poor people. You know what I mean? I said that to say that. You know what I hear from a lot of people? A lot of people in our community talk about, well, I don't want to do that because it's, it's, it's a business. I don't want to go to college because it's a business. This whole damn country is a business. Are we playing chess or checkers? They're they always talking about the indoctrinations they put on our people, the setbacks they put on our people. Hey, man, the Illuminati. They, they, they talk about all of this stuff. The Illuminati set this up, and, 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 and rich white people did this, and they, they got us like this, and so we feel like we have to do this to be somebody. Yeah. You do. Take your behind to college. Until you change the narrative. You got to change the narrative. Yeah. You got to change change the narrative. And the way that you do that is by you getting the information that you learn that that everybody else is learning and then you use it and manipulate to your own benefit. Every other race is taking their behind the college. Every other race is either entrepreneurs in their own right, but they are educated for the most part. They understand the paperwork because most of them, if they ain't doing the tax uh, preparations for themselves. They got a cousin, somebody in there, in their in, in their their family tree that does that stuff for them. Not just does they it, but doctors, they're teaching they them. Got lawyers, they got all of that, and that takes education. You got to have business skills and business minds and educated minds to to produce a healthy community, a healthy bloodline. Us, we still want to do stuff the hard way. And now, granted, I will say this, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, is there a situation things is out there that make things difficult for us? Absolutely. I'm not going to say that it don't exist because it do exist. No. I won't say that because it is things that we do have to work twice as hard to get. I do believe in that. If and you want to go through their door. But I'm just saying, though, yeah, but you but you want to, but whatever, I'm just saying, period. There's certain things, but regardless, from even getting approved from loans and stuff, we it is what it is. It's already been proven. We got to work hard. If you want to go through their door, door, their door, but of course, but it, but you create it though. If you want, you know the blueprint, and you learn how to do it. Yeah. You learn it from school. 
once I see the blueprint, okay, I can manipulate the blueprint for my own benefit. I can go to school for finance. Just because I go to school for finance or account doesn't mean I got to go to a job and use it. I use that accounting degree and come up with my own business to budget my own money. But you dig what I'm saying? But you still got to do it. But the point is that I'm making is that, is that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm with you. You do have to have a level of accountability for yourself. And you have to be willing to do what you have to do and not let excuses be the reason what stop you. Because if excuses is what's stopping you, then we can think of a million reasons to not go for it. But what is your reason? Well, I would challenge anyone is what is your reason versus if you're not doing it, what is your reason for you to do it? What is driving you? What is your, what is motivation? What's motivating you? And I think the word motivation, as I thought about it, is really something that, which is a term in which I think is kind of used loosely. And I think that people don't need motivation. They need discipline. Mm. That's part of motivation. Yeah, but discipline just comes because I know I got to do it. And I don't need to be motivated to do it. I know this is the job I got to do and I got to do it because I'm holding myself accountable to do it. Not because I need to be pumped up to damn do it. I know what I got to do. It's either a matter of me getting my ass up and going out there to go get it or I don't. Yeah. That's where the discipline come in. Yeah. Mike Tyson made a quote and said, discipline is doing something that you hate to do, but you do it as if you love it. I may not like getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, but when I bust my ass to start training, I'm training as if I love it. You would never know. Yeah, that's perseverance. You did what I'm saying, but that's discipline too. Perseverance, yeah. discipline, all that. Yeah, it takes discipline to have perseverance. Exactly. It takes that. Absolutely. Um, and so that to me is that we got to focus on the, the if, it, if, we, if anything else, we, we can break this down to, 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 the, to, to the minimal, to, to the micro. We got to have discipline. We gotta have that discipline, and when you have discipline, no matter what comes what comes at you, it ain't gonna stop you. You gonna keep working harder. Yeah. You gonna find, like you said, G. I'm damn it. I don't gotta go through this door. But I'll make my own damn door. Yeah, yeah. Greenwood, Bob Johnson got a bank. Hey, if if Bank of America ain't approving your loans, if if corporate five hundred ain't 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 giving you the job opportunities that you uh, want. Uh, there's there's many black corporations in this co- in, in this country. You can still go to Beats. You can still go to 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 the, to the dude they made. Uh, if you want to be in Wall Street, it's it's tons of black folks down there. That that it wasn't just a dude of pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. that that got you know financial institutions set up. Mm-hmm. He's still one of the top. You got the dude that gave gave um, the uh, the HBCU all that money for all their graduates. You got dudes like him in the finance industry. You got places you can go if we started believing that we should support each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Killer Mike got a bank. What's the girl? The sister from Slutty Vegan. I love what she did. Um, I can't. I can't think of a name. Oh, sister of their own. Gave them all LLCs. I gave them all LLCs. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's dope. That's dope. She gave the college kids. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. dope. So there's ways you can give back. But my thing is, my challenge, I would say, for all things, is that before we be so quick to judge your brother and what he did, look in the mirror and ask yourself, what have you done to contribute? Yeah. Yeah. Because my thing is, you ain't contribute to what they've done. No disrespect intended. You Shut might want to. You might want to be quiet or use that as inspiration 
to do what you need to do because really you can't say too much. That's what I say to people over 60 that are telling me about the civil rights movement. Did you march? You want to tell me how, how Martin Luther wasn't nothing, how Malcolm wasn't nothing but a loud talking nigga. You want to tell me all this, Mega, was, Mega got what he deserved. You want to tell me all this stuff. So what was you doing then? What are you doing now? Yeah. All of it now matters. But back then, what you did matter too. Absolutely. If you ain't care, and you still don't care, don't tell me what we could be. All you did is spend Don't tell me what I should do. That's right. Because if it, what you telling me was you was around back then, and you talking, it's doing the same thing you did 40 years ago. All you is is a talker. Reaping the benefits of warriors. All you is is a talker. Yeah. Sitting on your can while, while everybody out here that's really about it doing. And all you're doing is passing judgment. You just look on the sideline. Yeah. And we sitting in all these, and even the do-gooders, they get on my nerves too. Like you, you, you clicking up, you clicking up. Like you only want to do things over here with Killer Mike, or you only over here with Ti, or you only on, and then you, you on both sides of the fence, y'all, y'all talking trash about each other, because y'all don't want to, y'all ain't working together, work together, because both of y'all doing the same thing. Why don't y'all get together and do something? Maximize your, your connections and, and combine them. Hey, yeah. I got this. Well, I got this. We can make this happen. We use this as a hypothetical situation. You can't be trade truth out here. On one hand, you're talking about being an activist. On the other hand, you're slapping people. Somebody that looked just like you. Not because he wouldn't go the way. You ain't doing a Harriet Tubman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're doing a Monster Cody. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't bully the community and talk about how you want to help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm I'm bringing it around to. That's what they're doing to Dion. That's what they're doing to Kyrie. That's what they're doing to Kanye. Hey, man, get on the bus. We all going to have different things that we can add to the movement, but get on the bus. And be happy that at least they are doing something for the movement. You get on the bus... And what you feel like should also be done, add to it. Contribute. Add to it. You know we what all, I mean? We all got a voice. Don't limit your power. Don't sit I'm there. I'm going to support what Dion doing and what Dion did. Absolutely. But also, when he leaves, you know what? I'm going to step up and play my part. I'm, I'm throwing every time they got a football game, every time they're trying to recruit players, I'm there. Every time they want us to come down and talk to the to the freshman class, I'm there. I'm there. Especially your alumni, you got and you can be a a a, 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 a inspiration, a motivation. Because I'm pretty sure if you went to the HBCU, you got a story to tell too. Yeah, tell and your that, story. And not only there in your community. Every time somebody is on the verge of a divorce, no, y'all don't need to do that. What y'all doing that for? Every time kids needed it, they had a crossroads in high school. Yeah, you should go to college. Well, you don't want to go to college? Try a trade school. You don't want to do a trade? Why you don't want to go to college? Nah, man, let me tell you what your life going to look like. Come here, Jerry. Let me talk to you. Tell them what you went through because you didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. 
know what? I, you know, I think some kids should do. It I starts think, in our community. It starts in our community. And you're right. You are absolutely correct. That's why I'm leaning more towards being a Charleston white. <laughs> I'm on your own on that one, too. I'm leaning toward, well, not, not his antics, mm-hmm. but the beliefs. The, I, I mean, as far as just the overall, just the, the the overall, I understand his thought process. As far as if we can't sit there and get mad, and we're doing the things that in which you know we're hurting our community, we're killing our own. We hurting each other. Yeah, just like that, just you know, that I understand the message behind it, but the method, I don't agree. But I understand what you're saying. The message, I'm with the message. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't with that little, little all the extra, clown stuff all the extra. Stuff. But the message, though, as far as black people trying to. We we gotta start taking care of our home first and our community first before we expect for anybody else to take us seriously. And we can't put it all on one person to do it. Absolutely not. And don't I, don't blame Dion if your kids don't go to college next year. Because it starts that's home. your fault. That's not his fault. It's, it's not Dion. It's not Dion Sanders' job to raise other men's children. I'm gonna say that one more time. It's not his job to sit there and raise other people's children even though he took those kids and treated them like his sons and he went the extra mile he could have been like most most these football coaches okay we got practice we got this your grades good you good okay that's it keep it moving and i mean not just dion all the coaches mm-hmm. your rec league your peewee mm-hmm. league mm-hmm. how many stories you hear about well he was like a father to me i heard a lot of that. what I was your father where are you when your son with that coach why are you not there I understand situations happen where people got jobs and stuff like that, but yeah, you know, and I get. I that. was one of them, right? I get that, and I ain't gonna knock nobody. With that's all you gotta do. I'm knocking them. I, Go ahead. I, I'm delicate. Go with ahead it. and speak for cut different. I'm, I'm, I'm just for me. I understand that everything is situational. Yeah, because we make choices. I get that, but also, to, but also to some people, got you. I do believe that some people got to do what the hell they gotta do for the season. We but don't to. let it. But but don't let it be a lifetime. That's my only thing. It's going to end up being a lifetime. If you don't make the right damn decision, it is. Yeah, and you, you damn right. Make, you have to start making those decisions. Don't wait till your kids in twelfth grade start talking start about doing that college. shit now. When your kids in 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 elementary school, when your kids ain't even in school yet, mm-hmm. you got to start preaching college. You got to start preaching life. Life. You got to start that- preaching community. You know what I do with my kids, man? What I do with my kids is that I have them like, just tell me what's something that you like and that you're interested in, and we'll watch videos on it. Just to spark their mind. It may inspire them, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to start introducing our kids and our and our, and our children, our household, to different things versus just the same typical shit every freaking yeah. day. Yeah, something. Expose them. Expose them. Expose them to something even greater. A, even a two-parent greater. household. Or even some. <laughs> blow them out. Blow them away with that. Like, ain't none of these friends got that. You got that? Oh, shit. Yeah. I want to have that when I grow up. You know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all a dream. Yeah. I used to read Word Up magazine. With my song, Sal Pepper. <laughs> and heavy D. Heavy pictures on the wall. All right, yes. we done. We done. We can't, we can't keep preaching hood. More than we preach success. And the hoods we don't be on. You're going to die over the neighborhood your mama renting. Renting. You're going to die over that neighborhood. 
they get any time they want, they can gentrify the shit out of it and, 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 and inflate the prices, and now your ass can't afford to live in. Yeah. And anytime they want to, they, especially doing it in Atlanta. Yeah. We in every major city getting it. Every, major every city. city getting it. Every major, all the major cities and all that. Oh, it's already done. Done. And they continue to do it. Yeah. It's and already done. Yeah. But you know, every 10 years, you know, they rotate. In the city. Burbs. Burbs, and then from the burbs back to the city. Every 10 years, it's the same thing. We, we, and because we don't have ownership, we can't really offset that. They can sell and move and force. Mm-hmm. Because we don't, enough of us don't own, we gotta move. You got no choice. And then now you, now you would, ooh, God, that's Because if you own, when you come to, they come to your house and your house was evaluated at 250, when you own, no, you can't just make me move. Well, it's eminent domain. Give me three fifty. You want it so bad? Pay me. Yeah. Pay me to leave. Yeah, you can't just raise the rent and think I'm gonna leave. You raising the rent, or somebody put a letter on your door that okay, we sold the property, so everybody ain't getting no renewal. At least you got six months to get out. That's what happens when you don't own. When you own, eminent domain comes and knock on your door. Hey, we want we we running some roads and expressway through here. Y'all gotta go. Well, if I gotta go. Make going worth my while. Yeah, because otherwise, motherfucker, you're going to have to build this bitch around me. It's my constitutional right. Yep. It's my right as an American citizen that I don't have to say it. And you're not going to force me to And you're going to have to give me damn near double to get me up out of here. Because my thing is, how bad you want to build that highway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I'm talking about? Because you know, don't let it be well if it's a highway they build that's got tolls on it. You're going to make that money back. Most of the people... That are crying about eminent domain and and gentrification. Well, not eminent domain. Most of the people crying about gentrification do not own. The white folks before. Yeah, okay. You want to gentrify? I don't, I'm gonna go buy a house that I ain't gonna never do nothing to because I know in ten years you're gonna do some kind of expansion over here and you're gonna want my house. My house ain't worth nothing but seventy five grand. But when you come through here with this eminent domain and tell me I gotta sell it, you giving me two fifty. Man, dude, I ain't gonna. That's lie. enough to buy me a damn house somewhere a in house. a nice neighborhood. Hell yeah, they. I ain't got no mortgage. You know what I'm gonna do? I ain't gonna pay off the house like that. You know what? I work, and, and with this two fifty, I'm gonna get in one fifty, so my mortgage is dirt cheap, and I'm gonna take that other money and I'm gonna go buy some more properties. And I'm going to wait for you to do this again. again. I'm going to rent this out to some low-wage earners. And I'm going to wait for y'all to do this again. And I'm going to kick them out. And I'm going to sell you both of them houses. And repeat the process again. And now my family are multi-millionaires. We ain't got to work. My grandkids ain't working. Mm -hmm. My great-grands ain't working. Mm -hmm. Our name means something in this community now. Mm -hmm. But we don't learn that, man. We learn that after we go through a life of struggle. And then by the damn time you fucking sixty years old, you ain't got no energy to be able to—that's a whole other topic. And I gotta move. I've been renting over here for ten years. This is my house. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It ain't your damn. This house. is Mr. Sam's house. This is Mr. Sam's house. Cause when Mr. Sam said, "Get your ass out," because I'm selling my house, you got fucking three months to. And do you it. over here crying? And, and, and guess what? When he give you that damn thing, you got three months to get the hell out my house. You ain't got no damn choice but get the hell up out the house. Cause if you don't, he's gonna bring the sheriff. Now you gotta leave, live with your son, your daughter that's living in an apartment, and you don't like neighbor you and none of your friends and your neighbors around there because none of y'all didn't own nothing of that. 
we could have got together. They gave all us uh, three hundred fifty for houses that's worth a hundred thousand dollars. If they gave us all that, we can go get us a neighborhood together, and we can still be neighbors. We can still be friends. We can still do potlucks and dinners on Sundays together. Go Absolutely. to the same church. We can still do that because we won. We won. Together is how we get things accomplished. Everybody else doing it together. We the only ones feel like one person's supposed to make a difference for us. Damn. And we reap the benefits of King dying, Malcolm dying, the death of the NAACP. I don't even know why that's around still. But when those things take a, take, take, take a turn for the worse, we reap the benefits of their glory days right now. Mm-hmm. When they was going into the Capitol, arguing file rights where was y'all where was y'all we could have got more if all of us would have said you know what this ain't right it don't smell right it don't feel right the way you're treating us you're going to either give us what we want or we're going to take it we're going to stand here together you know what we don't need y'all we ain't going to stand in your voting lines we ain't being part of your little parliament. We ain't doing none of that. You know what we finna do? We finna bust our behinds, and we gonna go on the outskirts of Atlanta, outskirts of uh, Manhattan. We gonna buy some land, build some houses. We gonna build our own community, just like the Jews, just like the Asians, just like the Spanish folks. And you gonna have to come to us. You gonna have to come to us to get what you want from us. Pay me. If I go in there, and them, I, and those people, I gotta pay you to get the wood. And you, yeah. you, and you gonna and you gonna know your worth and your value. Yeah, big business. And things never work out for us because we always relied on one entity to do something for us. Okay. We all don't have the mindset. When we was all in unison, our communities were thriving. And everybody knew that. But, but that's that's another topic. I don't go there. But on the breakdown, what we got now in modern times. We ain't got the unison. Because so we depend on it. Yeah. We depend on the prime time. Let me say something this. I want to say this too. Before Go on say it, Ashley. My legs ain't Ashley. Huh? I was just talking to oh. myself. Oh, no. So, guys, remember, there's nothing wrong with asking for helping us working together, and there's no lifetime achievement where you get for doing this the hard way. Mm-mm. You don't get no you don't hand. get no lifetime achievement award by saying I didn't get no help. That you know what that you know what you did you know what that does? The only thing you're feeding is your ego. That's it. Yeah. Your ego. Yeah, we assassinated. We built Dion up and now we're trying to kill him and his legacy. I won't. I'm not. I refuse. Yeah, because he made a move. Y'all didn't band together. I would have left too. If I felt like for a whole season, for for a whole school term. I had to carry this by myself. This was supposed to be, if I came as big as I am, if I came down here, everybody that went to this school for the last 50 years should have been on this sideline with me. Uh-huh. Y'all should have been at all the college days. Y'all should have been at all the darn old games. Meetings. Y'all, all the meetings, all the alumni appointments. Y'all should have been at all of that in attendance, ready to say, hey, we got your back, Dion. Where was y'all? Mm. Now you mad he leaving? Where was y'all before he decided to leave? I'll leave too if it's all on me. Not nah, that, but now you want to start talking now, not when he was there, but when he leaves. Most of the people talking trash didn't even go to a damn HBCU. 
most of the people that probably is talking trash probably haven't done half the things or even a fraction of things he's given back. And he didn't even go to an HBCU. He went to Florida State University. That dude did more than most of the damn alumni for that school in one football season. Then they probably happened there collectively in years. Yeah. Because they feel in their facility was, excuse me, it's freaking trash. Yeah. So where was y'all when Dion was out there? You got all the spotlight that you needed. All you had to do was show up. It should have been Dion and such and such here. Mm-hmm. Dion and, uh, you know, his his collective. All the alumni for the school is here. Every time he ran a press conference, they should have been outside the door. But not even that. But damn, Dion, you know what, bro? I know you leaving, man. We don't want you to leave. Hey, boosters, we need to come together. We don't really let this man walk away. Can we try to find a way to meet this damn salary? Hey, Dion, I know it ain't maybe five, but goddamn it, listen, we'll give you damn 3.5. We give you 3.5. We got some boosters that we're to get to. We're going to take care of you. We want you, you to stay. Get the endorsements to get the money back. That's what I'm saying. But we didn't hear that. I ain't heard nothing about that. We didn't hear one thing. Now there might be some stuff in the background, like you know how, how most of us are now. We ain't we ain't even trying to get into that. We ain't finna even try to raise a million dollars a year for him. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't tell that man to take something less than man. At the end of the day, that man know his worth. You gotta try. You I gotta try. try. When you get the opportunities, what Eminem said, you only got, you got one, one shot. shot, baby. You got one, one shot. shot. You had a shot. Jackson State, as a school, as a university, had a shot, mm-hmm. and they should have took that shot. That dude should be stuck there for three years, minimum. Minimum. He should have been there. Who? Dion. He was there for three years. Was he? I thought he was there for two. That was two or three. I thought he came last year, man. Actually, I don't even think it was a full. Was it two years? It was I thought, two years. It was definitely two years. It was at least two to three years. But regardless, he, even if it was two years, we was riding with that. He still did more in two years than what most have done in the last 10 years has been there. Just riding and getting a paycheck. He's getting a six-figure check, a low six-figure check, just to show up. And they'll team to lose every freaking year. Mm-hmm. You still got these boys ain't graduating. They still out here selling dope. They ain't got no type of work ethic, no type of character, none of that stuff. Because all you worry about is once they leave the field, I don't give a damn about their future. I only care about that direct deposit and me going into my white picket fence in that house. Yeah. Why these boys out here got to go back into the goddamn trap. So there it is, people. These are our two cents. You can spend them or save them. We don't talk about old Dion. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know how you feel. You can catch us on all streaming platforms, all social media platforms. Hashtag cut different. If you got something to say about it, throw that th- throw that tag up. Throw, throw that tag up. This your boy G and Ty. Yes, sir. We in here. We'll see y'all next time. It's a wrap. Peace. Let's go.